If you're in business, then in this digital age, like it or not, you're a content creator, or at least you need to be if you want to maintain or grow your business. And that could be writing blogs or articles for LinkedIn. It could be recording a podcast, presenting a live stream, or making an Instagram reel. As a content creator, you want to be creating the best quality material you can to reflect your brand and make it reusable. It's vital then your visual and audio content is the best it can be. People will watch lower quality video, however, they will tune out if the audio is poor. Welcome to Content Catalyst. I'm your host, Deb Zabo, and in this episode, I will discuss the best audio options when creating content. I was working with a business years ago when I first started making videos for social media, and we were creating a live streamed segment. And in the first episode, we had to film outside, and then it started raining. And the topic we were talking about was really, really valuable, but the audio that we captured from the iPhone was terrible, meaning that I couldn't edit it up and repurpose it afterwards. So the first thing I bought when starting out was something to hold my phone up and the other thing was a microphone to capture clear audio. These days, I still walk around with a selfie stick tripod and a microphone in my handbag. So... The microphones that I bought at the time were a big investment compared to the tripod and my video mentor at the time recommended the Rode mics, which uh, we still use to this day and it was a great investment. So the difference between good and bad audio is emphasized when it's just audio alone and there's no video to distract you. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and the host was crystal clear, yet the guest was echoey and her volume was different to the host. And I ended up switching off after about five minutes just because it was so difficult to listen to. So your message is not getting through to people if they're switching off. And I was also in a recent masterclass where the presenter didn't have a microphone and was using their phone microphone. Even those little earbuds like AirPods and things can be really tinny with the reverberation. And that's all you can focus on. I know that masterclass, it was really good information, but the audio was so annoying that I ended up turning off um, halfway through, which is such a shame. So what kind of microphones should you invest in? Well, that depends on what you're going to be using them for. A good podcast mic gives the listener the feeling like you're in the room with them. A good wireless mic will help you capture video and audio while you're moving around, while a lavalier mic will help to minimize the ambient noise uh, around you. Let's say you're recording in a busy place like a cafe. Before I dive in to the different applications, when it comes to investment and budget, I would start with the best quality microphone you can afford over splashing out on say a tripod or a fancy camera. I would spend the largest part of my budget on good audio. It doesn't matter whether you have a budget of $100 or $1,000, you can get microphones to suit. So let's start with podcasting because I get asked this a lot at the moment. So if it's just you always in your office, then say a microphone with a USB connection will be perfect. If you're recording with more than one person, however, in the same place, then you will need a microphone with an XLR connection and a mixer to plug into your computer. So I've got the Rode pod mic because I record with guests in my studio. And this microphone here also has a USB connection as well as an XLR connection for when I have guests. So when it's just me, I will plug 
this microphone into directly into my computer. And when I have guests, I will take out the USB and I'll plug in the XLR cable and I'll pop that straight into the mixer. So currently I have the Tascam Mixcast so I can record with up to six guests and it was very reasonably priced. The other thing I love uh, about this mic is the superior broadcast quality and being a dynamic mic, it's better for spaces that might be more noisy. So let's say you've got a dark so let's say you've got a dog barking outside uh, or someone's mowing the, the lawn, the sound is more focused on you. So I'm just going to move my microphone away and you can hear the difference of what this sounds like. So you can hear that I've actually pushed this microphone right away from me and now I've pulled that back directly under me and you can definitely hear the sound. It's very directed within the top of the microphone. So most USB mics that you might find are usually what we call condenser mics. This means that they're super sensitive to sounds and they will pick up every noise within earshot. So I want to discuss also the mounting of the podcast because remember, no matter the gear, it's not what you have, it's how you use it. So many USB mics have a stand mount, which means that they will pick up noise from your desk. So if you're typing on your keyboard and they will also be more likely to pick up the room noise around you because there's a space from your desk up to your mouth. So if you've got floorboards or tiles in your recording space, then avoid these mics at all times. And that's why I'm not a fan of the Blue Yeti mics. They're super, super sensitive condenser mic, and they also have a low profile desk stand. So it makes it so much more difficult to get good audio if you don't have a good soundproof room. And this is why I prefer the boom arm um, with a shock mount or a yoke mount over a desk stand. So you're saying, what is all this? Well, a boom arm is exactly what that um, sounds like. And if you're watching this podcast, you'll see that I've got currently a boom arm mic so it's got a spring and it clamps onto your desk and uh, your microphone sits on top of it so it allows you to put the microphone away when you're not using it and you pull it out and use it directly under you when you are so a shock mount is simply the springy thing that holds the mic to the boom arm while the yoke mic has a u-frame so if you're watching this again you can see here that um, this has a u framed uh, mount that directly screws into the boom arm. So how much are all of these mics? Well, I am a massive fan of Rode. Uh, they are microphones with worldwide recognition and superior quality. And they're also an Aussie company. They're actually based here in Sydney, which I absolutely love supporting Aussie companies. So the top end of town is going to be the Rode uh, pod mic, which is what I'm using here. And that's around three, $350. Uh, if you want guests, you can get just an XLR version of this mic for about $150. If you just want a USB version, because it's just you in your office recording directly to computer, you can get the Rode NT-USB mic, which is around $200. And then you can also get a mini version of that, which is about $140. And they're great for traveling as well. Now they have a desk stand, just to be aware. Um, but all of those mics can be mounted with a boom arm that you can buy separately. What if you're just starting out and you don't have 
$140, let alone $300 to spend on a microphone. Well, I was doing some research to set a challenge to see if I could set up a studio under $100. And that included tripod, lighting and microphones. So that was the challenge. And I went to Kmart, I bought their $39 gaming mic with a boom arm. And I tested that out for about the first, I think, three or four episodes of my podcast. So if you go back to the first few episodes, I'd love to know if you can hear the difference between the $39 mic and the $350 mic. Tips to get the best audio in your office. The smaller the room, the better the audio. So if you've got curtains and carpet, that will help with sound. If you've got floorboards or tiles, it's going to be more challenging because you'll have a lot more echo reverberation in the room. So you need to put a rug down. The thicker, the better. So I have carpet under me and I also have a fluffy rug under my chair as well. I've got curtains and I also have some um, acoustic boards on the side as well. So to help soundproof your room, you can, like I mentioned, buy those acoustic panels. You can get blankets, although those sound blankets can cost like $500 instead head to Bunnings and pick up a removalist blanket for around $20 if you need to um, drape it over your blinds, for example, because you don't have curtains. I record my podcast with video, so I do sit at my desk when I record. However, if you're just doing audio, go into your wardrobe or your car because uh, the sound in there will be a lot better than recording in your office if you've got floorboards uh, or tiles. So what about if you're recording a course or social media content on the go, what mics would you then need? Well, there are three options that you could use. So there's a directional mic. This is literally a microphone that you attach to your camera and it points in the direction of where the noise or the person talking is coming from. I'm not a big fan of directional mics unless I'm actually wanting to record ambient sounds of the space that I'm in. And that's because, again, you're picking up all the other audio from around you. So I would look at a lavalier mic. A lavalier mic is really helpful to use on the go and also at your desk if you're recording a course. The lavalier mic is a wired mic and it attaches uh, to you and then goes directly to your camera or your phone. Now you will need an extension lead because uh, a lot of the cords are only about a meter, a meter and a half long, depending on the brand. Um, so just remember that. Now, the other option that you can get besides a lavalier mic is the wireless mic. Now the wireless mic there are good versions and there are great versions of these mics. I'm going to recommend the Wireless Go mic by Rode. I find that they're an incredible quality wireless microphone and they're also really versatile because you can plug them into mixer boards as well. Now, if you have a lavalier mic, then you can get an attachment that actually goes on to the lavalier mic to the wireless mic so you don't end up with the big chunky square box hanging off your shirt, especially if you are wearing a delicate blouse or something like that. So if you do happen to invest in a lavalier mic and then upgrade to a wireless mic later, know that that's not a waste. You just need a little attachment. Personally, I avoid directional mics unless I want ambient sounds uh, and I, I carry around a lavalier mic with me because they're reliable and they don't rely on power. However, I do love the wireless go mic. Uh, you just need to remember that they have to be charged. Okay. So in all my research, 
I've tested everything from a $39 microphone right through to a $350 microphone for podcasting. I've tested everything from a $15 uh, lavalier mic right up to the Rode lavaliers will cost you about $70, $80. And the wireless mics, you can get a wireless mic from, say, Officeworks for about $60, while the wireless Go can cost you anywhere between $300 and $500, depending on the version, because the wireless mic, you can have one transmitter, but if you're recording with two people, you can actually now get the two transmitters as well. And that'll push you up towards the $500 uh, range with it but let me tell you they are so worth the investment you can also get an attachment if you're interviewing people it just looks like a generic microphone so they're just really versatile if you are going to be doing a lot of recording you can check out my video gear guide for all of those options and that's available on my website which is debzarbo.com backslash resources if you know someone that would find this episode helpful please share it with them and until the next episode happy recording Thank you.